Got everything, I got everything I cannot complain, I cannot I don't even know how much I really made I forgot, it's a lot Fuck that, never mind what I got Nigga, don't watch that, cause I Came up, that's all me Stay true, that's all me No help, that's all me All me, for real Came up, that's all me Stay true, that's all me No help, that's all me all me for Money real. on my mind, you should think the same. Jay's on pink. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Yields and Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are in a dark warehouse. Chris, we are bundled up. We have Cold our jackets and on. Dark. There's a flickering light. <laughs> what is that flicker <laughs> flickering light? I don't know what you're the at. fireflies? I can't even see what you guys are looking at. Oh, above <laughs> us? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that flickering. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what that is. Isaiah, welcome. Thank you. How's it going, man? I'm doing well. It's going doing well. well. Yeah. A uh, little bit banged up from last night with the, my, I guess you could call it Wharf with Pat Monix. Right. Monix. Um, but other than that, though, I'm fine. <laughs> I saw his hand was all bloody. Yeah. Did oh, you, yeah. do you have any, do you have any, like, any r- scarring injuries or are you just mostly sore? Oh, I'm just sore from head to toe. You're just sore from head yeah, to toe. Waking up today in the morning was fun. Okay. Um, it took, a, it took a while to wake up. Okay. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> a couple aspirins later, fell back asleep, and then I was like, oh, okay, not time to get up. But, um, yeah, nothing like Pat. Um, that guy was bleeding like crazy. So, right. Yeah. Nothing too predominant on me. Just walking around sore like an old man, like I'm 75 years old. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and I think it's cool that we have you on because we've been talking about it for a little bit. And I, I personally ha- want to get to know a, little, a lot more about you and just, like, how you tick. And I don't think I've seen you on a ton of podcasts, so I think it's cool that, like, you're here to, and you're given this platform to, you yeah, know, express sure. how you feel and say things that you want to say. Yeah. The match with Monix was a war. How do you feel like that's, that's been, a, like, an ongoing storyline. How do you feel like that storyline has been for you as um, a performer? That was a storyline that I, I don't exactly remember. I, was it, I think it was May? That it okay. started, yeah. Um, when I eliminated him, and that's like like when he finally came back. Wait, wait he, he did a comeback, and then you yeah, he did him. the comeback in the battle royal. Uh, the battle royal, right? Uh, a we were number one and two, and we eliminated. Uh, like I eliminated him at the end because he eliminated me. Uh, just yeah. went back in, ball shot, threw him out. Uh, I felt like that that whole progression was how it should have been. I, okay, I, yeah, like. Um, Everything that we did meant something. Yeah. Um, the way that it all went about, uh, and it culminated again yesterday, and I felt like we put like the stamp on the whole thing. Cool. Like, yeah. So I yeah it's it's one of those where like it, I've been part of freelance ever since it started. Right. Yeah. Um, or the second show, I guess you could technically say. Um, and I've been a part of a couple storylines, like with Craig Mitchell and with like Ali GPA. Right. Uh, and that one I felt like was the most hatred filled feud that I had so far in France okay. and it was it, it was yeah yeah I, I, I enjoyed it for lack of a better term yeah exactly <laughs> no, I'm not, I didn't enjoy it today in the morning but yeah <laughs> well us as fans we definitely enjoyed it um, and you know at this point we still haven't watched the show because we weren't there yesterday yeah but we'll definitely go over it we'll talk about it and yeah I uh, tried to mention like we what I hear is it was a war and seeing uh, Pat's bloody hand yep uh, it, it was just a, a goal a good graphic just from a social media perspective that told a little bit about that story yeah 
Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Freelancers got some good storytelling stuff, right? And they're patient too with the storytelling. So, like you said, like you, I think you kind of hinted at the pace of it was really good, and that takes time. And so, May to now, right? Yeah. It takes to build that story. So, uh, the patience paid off. It sounded like. And yeah. as part of that progression, uh, in that story, you introduced the cronies. The cronies. <laughs> That's what everyone calls it. They are not cronies. They the are school. students. They're not the we, school. We called them the school. <laughs> James told us that he wanted to call them the academy. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do we have a name for that? Yeah, that, let's hear it. That faction. Isaiah Velasquez, Dean Jacobs, Ashton Braven. That, that's the name of the faction. There's, it's not a faction. It's, it's not just a faction. Okay. Me and my two top students. Because that would be a pretty <laughs> lengthy name for a faction. It would be. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that could really fit on a show poster. No. No. Um, we did. Um, I know me, Ash and Braven, and Dean Jacobs, too, collectively, we're all big fans of hockey. Oh, uh, okay. Big Blackhawks fans. You know, we'll watch Stanley Cups even when the Blackhawks wasn't in it. Um, right. And all of us collectively... Uh, we all in, follow this page on Instagram called the uh, Violent Gentleman, and it's a hockey like clothing brand. Okay. So that was one of the names that we like bounced around. We even tried, like, I even tried messaging the company and be like, hey, you know, like, it would be kind of cool if we could wear your shirts and blah blah, blah and like free, free publicity and everything. And mm-hmm. they never got back to us. Oh, uh, okay. Wah, wah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but if um, if we needed to like. I guess if we were to have ever a name, I would have wanted it to be that. Okay. Um, I mean, you never know. There's probably still some time. So, yeah. Because I don't see them breaking away from me anytime soon. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. And so that's been a new thing. Yeah. You've been doing. And so we've seen you as a heel and a face. Yeah. This is your healer stuff with su- like kind of support, you know, like leaning on them, them coming in, disrupting, et cetera. What do you like better? Like, what do you prefer? Playing, you play for playing a, oh, a face man. or a heel because you you probably out of I think a lot of people in Chicago are like very middle and can do both or maybe that's like versatility but I you could even create a new section where it's just like a middle person like some people dislike you some people like you appreciate that that's like yeah a, that's a nice compliment and I appreciate that um I personally enjoy being a heel okay a hundred percent and you know people like James and Caleb and the, the people that like really know me they always mm-hmm. tell me that my best work is a heel that okay. I have the most I emote the most character sure um, emotions and facial expressions and all sorts of stuff um, I don't know when you guys started watching freelance but I know when I when it started I was a face um, and then I ended up turning heel on Craig and I feel like that first heel run, which led to me winning the belt for the first time right. and holding it for almost a year, uh, that whole entire heel run I felt like was probably the best. And I'm trying to top myself right now because okay. after that, like exactly what you said, where I was almost stuck in the middle. Okay. And mm-hmm. I know like Matt Nix would always tell me, I would go up to him and be like, hey, what do you want me to do? And he's like, B-I-Z-A-S. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> you're not telling me what to do. Like, what do you want me to do? He's like, just go out there and be yourself. I'm like, all right. He was like, yeah, just be a dick. But, you know, like the fans like you. And I was like, uh, all right. So it got to a point where like, I told him, I was like, hey, man, just let me be a dick again. Like, just let me be heel, like straight heel. Like, I don't want to be the cool heel. I want people to hate me. Like, okay. You know, I want to do those things. Like, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of a lost art uh, as of late. There were a lot of people go out there and they be heel, but they want to be the cool guy heel where like... You know, like, hey, like, I'm a bad guy, but, you know, cheer for me. And it's right. like, no, like, the true heels are the ones that, like, fans 
are waiting for you in the parking lot and waiting to beat the crap out of you. Like, yeah. that's, that's the kind of heel stuff that I, like, I want to when do. When you did the last, because uh, my first freelance show was uh, Ali's last show. Yeah, oh, okay. The yeah, same, yeah, the yeah, bottom yeah, lounge. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. three-way. That was with. right when I started to be like, right in the middle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like, when so that was my intro to freelance and I saw you and I'm like, I felt like you were a baby face at that point. Yeah. But I, I mean, I didn't have much story to, to rely on. Yeah. But, um, and I always told Charlie this, like, you were the one that caught my attention and made me want to come back to freelance. Thank you. That's awesome, man. So, yeah, yeah like, and you've been one that we've put on the list for a long time and trying to make this happen. So appreciate you yeah, making absolutely. that happen. Yeah. Like, when you guys finally asked me, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Never. <laughs> were you just waiting in the wings? Like, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> like, oh, like, that's my big break. I'm waiting for these guys to, like, finally, like, hit me up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but do you think you can be a menacing heel with the nickname Cannoli? Is that a possibility? I hate her oh. so much. <laughs> <laughs> she always, um, when we're at training and just every every show that we're on together, like she always goes up to people like, hey, did you tell them about my joke? I'm like, no, I did not tell them about your joke. Like, it's dumb. The, the, the funny, <laughs> that's the funny part about it, that it's it's pretty dumb. Like, it no, makes sense. I, I laugh really hard when... Um, when you there was a tweet sent out and she responded and said like oh they laughed really hard about my cannoli joke and then you put that gif of just like people like looking like yeah no like, yeah. <laughs> I was like dying I was like yeah because that was probably like the legitimate reaction that was mine right like I was just stone cold quiet I was like just looking at her I'm like dude really like come on. I think when she said it we were like kind of like I was smiling. waiting for like a punchline like is there something else coming after that like it was like when a four year old tells you a joke you're like yeah I'll laugh just to be nice ha 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 right right okay now what's next in the agenda <laughs> we just yeah. moved, moved on past it can you imagine the chant though Isaiah's cannoli I can't I, I'm gonna block that from my okay. memory oh, right now you put it out the universe Charlie that's just gonna happen now you're gonna be part of this heel heat oh, um, alright so we recently one of the things that I've noticed obviously because I like I said you caught my attention and I started seeing you at freelance and I, I, I was like why is he out there like I wouldn't see him in other places yeah but now I slowly see you being in other promotions and traveling a little bit like is that a personal decision you're just you know working your way there like what's um, your it was actually a personal decision yeah. uh, you know and if I'm being 100% transparent um, yeah I had a good job a steady job and mm -hmm. It was one that took a lot of time out of my schedule. Okay. And, you know, with, like, insurance, like, having insurance through my job and all sorts right. of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> it, I wouldn't, I wasn't allowed to take time off. And I would work weird days. It would be Monday through Thursday. I would have Friday off, work Saturday, and then have Sunday off. Yeah. So it's, like... Yeah, Saturday's a hard day because you yeah, need that it, day. To, me to, driving anywhere right, would, right. like, me driving six-plus hours or, right. like, flying somewhere, like, is going to be... It's It's... It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so it came to a point in time when, like, I started getting all these booking inquiries. And okay. people were asking me, like, hey, you want to work here? You want to work here? And the training school and everything and being a trainer there. And I, w I, was, I just told myself, I was like, I feel like right now is as good as any. If yeah. I'm going to try to gamble on myself and try to take a shot at this. Absolutely. And I quit my job. Okay. And as soon as I quit my job, I started accepting all these other bookings. Okay. Um, and honestly, that's like a legit. Like I'm. That's all I'm doing right now is just wrestling. Okay. And that's awesome. The training school. Like yeah. I, you know, it's been working out because I quit my job back in spring and I've been supporting myself ever since then. With Absolutely. Just like on wrestling, so it's kind of cool to be able to say that. Like, hey, like it can happen if you work hard enough and you put yourself in the right position. And right. 
you know, put yourself out there. But yeah, for the longest, I was just wrestling here at freelance. You know, I was busy with work and, right. um, you know, I play hockey as a hobby as well, too. So I was like doing all that and just trying to balance everything out. And so, yeah, that's, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think we applaud your courage because Chris is an entrepreneur. That's awesome. Like, it's um, fucking tough, bro. Yeah, oh, it is. exactly. Yeah. Oh, trust me. It's it's nervous sometimes when you're just like, yeah. I don't know if uh, if I'm going to cover everything this month, but let's see. And then, yeah. you know, it happens and you're yeah. even more proud of yourself. You're like, hey, that's awesome. Like, I was able to do it. So Yeah, that's cool. And I think that, I, I don't know if that, like, it, the, the narrative of that, the narrative of Isaiah's is so damn good, why don't we see him in other places, I think is was a compliment. So I don't know if that's, like, if you... I, I just want you to know that that when yeah. people I think when people say that it's not like it's meant to be bad it's meant to be like we yeah, see so Isaiah the world needs to see him we yeah, see basically. how good Isaiah is mm-hmm. and like he could go with all these other people like yeah. we've seen him go with Leo Rush who has been a cruiserweight champion yeah and we've seen him put on an awesome match with him so it's that's where kind of that comes from yeah if you know what I mean oh no and I I, yeah. I 100% like appreciate that and you know it wasn't what really kind of like weighed me to do the decision that I did was I had people like uh, Ali, uh, Kylie, and Ethan Page. Yeah. All three of them said, like, in different conversations, not knowing mm-hmm. what each one of them said, but they all told me the same thing. And they're like, hey, you need to take this seriously because you're good enough to make a living off of this. Mm-hmm. And it was basically the three of them kind of just, like, getting into my ear and be like, you know what, I should just try it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it paid off. And right. I, I thank them all the time, you know, for giving me the courage and Absolutely. having the confidence in me to, like, that I can do this. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I think Ethan Page said something on the vlog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, like, I tell him all the time. I said that as a joke. And um, and it caught on. And then I remember I messaged him one time because he switched it to vlog. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, the yeah, name of his thing. It's yeah. the vlog. Yeah. So, like, I messaged him, like, hey, man, you're welcome for the new name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to differentiate, right? <laughs> Just put a, a hyphen in there, yeah. and it becomes a completely yeah, different exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, you mentioned hobbies. You do yeah. also uh, another thing that you do. And I th- correct me if I'm wrong. You also do gear. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah. And and I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, I think we follow the handle that you have for the gear that you make. Yeah, that's um, that's I do, oh, do gear as a like a side thing. It's just something that I did because I. I remember when I ordered my initial set of gear mm-hmm. um, from a gear maker, which I will not say who it was. Um, but I remember I waited about eight months, and when I finally got it, mm. it was nothing like I wanted, mm-hmm. nothing at all whatsoever, and I was yeah. frustrated. And I remember showing it to my mom, and I remember my mom was like, well, I have a, like, let's go buy a sewing machine. I know how to sew with a sewing machine. I could teach you if you want to just do it yourself. Oh, sad. And literally, I taught myself how to do it through years of frustration and throwing fabric to the wall and almost breaking my sewing machine and stuff like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, I started doing that and then like for the longest I was doing that through college and nice, um, you know, through my wrestling career and, you know, took a little break from it when I was like working full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and right now that's one of the things that like supports my income monthly. Cool. Uh, okay. It's just like doing gear, and it's one of those where like I don't promote it personally right. because I want to keep that separate from myself. Like, yeah, I don't want people to think like, oh, well, Isaiah is only getting booked because he's making gear for so and so. It's like no, sure. that's never the case. I always try to separate everything 
hence why I have like a different handle for yeah, yeah. for that. And, and and it's even to the point that I I, I wasn't even one hundred percent sure. That I didn't even new. know that this was news to me. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what, it and like yeah, like when everyone mm-hmm. like asked me like the people that I make gear for, like I always tell them like, hey, like if anybody ever asks you for gear, mm-hmm. send them to that. So yeah, the, you know the Instagram handle. So Fuerza Athletes. Fuerza Athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the Twitter handle and um, or the Twitter. Yeah, Instagram. it's on Twitter too. Oh, it's uh, on Twitter. Yeah, and on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but I always tell people like go through there because like to me that's business. Like yeah. that's a separate business than me wrestling. Right? Yeah, for so sure. So I always tell people like please separate the two. Like don't don't put me together. Like like oh that's the guy that makes gear. Like that's the wrestler that makes gear. Like I never want to be known as like that. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. Like that's my job. Um, like, it's almost to the point where like, oh well, so and so works at at PetSmart. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the wrestler who works at PetSmart. Like at PetSmart, it's like, no, it's like you two different. Yeah, it's things. a different. Sure. Yeah. Or like you're a lawyer. Like you know, like oh, it's the lawyer that wrestles. It's like no, it's like you're a lawyer and you're a wrestler. Like yeah, it's two different things. That's my job. So right, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it seems like there's. Uh, I mean, this is just from what I see on Twitter, but. It just seems it seems like people have had some bad gear experiences. So there's a it ton. seems like there's a role to fill. There's there, yeah. yeah, there's a ton and like I know me personally, like I try to be upfront with everyone and I think that's the biggest thing that happens with a lot of gear makers. Okay. And from what I heard, stories, because like how I tell you, like I've only dealt with a gear maker once in my life. And yeah. then after that I decided to do it on my own. Sure. But from what like all the stories that I hear is just the gear makers are not upfront and honest with the people. Okay. And I know whenever I tell people, like I'll like whenever they ask me about something, I'll be like, Hey man, like I'm gonna tell you right now it's gonna take me six months to get this to you. Or it's gonna take me two weeks. Or like, hey, like it's I yeah. can't do it. Or it's gonna cost that. this much. Or like, yeah, I can't do this or I can't do that. Like I'll be upfront with them. And I'll tell them, like, yeah, I can't do this, or yes, I can do it. And I know a lot of them respect that. Right, because, I mean, yeah. you as a wrestler, you know how important that is. And, yeah, and, and it's you like, value yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, right. like, I have even told people, I'm like, hey, you know what? It's probably best if you go to somebody else because I won't be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be upfront with them. And that's a lot of the people that I go to, like, they respect that. And they, you know, they always tell everyone else, like, hey, he's upfront with you. Like, you're probably going to wait this long and you're probably going to pay this much, but it's worth it. Yeah. And that's, you know, I've heard that from other people getting their money stolen where, like Yikes. they pay for they pay for gear and they never hear from the person again. Ugh. And That's, or sucks. they they pay for gear and then they get their stuff and it's mismeasured and they're like, "Hey man, like it doesn't fit." And they're like, "Oh, what's your problem now?" And it's like, well, "That's messed up." Like or sucks. they say like, "Yeah, I'll get you your stuff in 2 weeks, 9 months later." Oh yeah, I just couldn't do your stuff. Like, and again, it's not a knock at anybody, but that's, those are the stories that I heard. So right. like, I don't know specifically who has done all these things, but those are just stories that right. I've heard. And yeah. I could be completely wrong, but I feel like just the communication with a lot of gear makers is where a lot of people get that stigma of yeah. like a bad name. Absolutely, I think the the keyword is you're hitting it in life. The keyword is expectations. Yes, you set the right ones, and no one's disappointed. And exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, this is something. Yeah, Chris and I, d- d- we have to make clients happy, and I think that's yep. that's something go. we've learned too. Mm-hmm. So, recap: you're on your own now, mm-hmm. wrestling different places a lot, making gear when you can, supporting yourself. You're going to Canada Sunday, correct? Yeah. Or is that tomorrow? That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. <laughs> Today's Saturday. <laughs> Today's Saturday. How many beers have you had? Uh, just one so far, but <laughs> okay. hey, they're IPAs. Um, <laughs> And is that your first time at Alpha One? First time at Alpha One, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, third time, third time, fourth time, third or fourth time in Canada. Okay, 
Um, yeah, the last time was with Superkicked. Nice. With Freelance, yeah. we did Superkicked versus Freelance. That's right. On yep. a Thursday for that SummerSlam <laughs> weekend. Cool. And then I was able to uh, wrestle on their Friday show as well, which was amazing. Okay. And I can't say enough good things about Superkick. Those guys are all awesome. Yeah, I hear, yeah, I hear great things. They're really cool guys. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. very hospitable. And, um, yeah, just awesome. Have guys. you ever been uh, down to Mexico? for? Yes, yeah? I have. Yeah, I wrestled, again, through freelance. Um, we did, or I did by myself with Ace Austin. We went mm, down okay. and we cool. did a DTU. A tour of DTU, oh, yes, and I yeah. was down there for Thursday all the way through Monday, and it was awesome time, like just being able to wrestle in front of a lucha libre crowd, and you know it was a little scary at times too, because that's when I hurt my rotator cuff, so like I was a little timid to like go all out, but then the last day of the tour, uh, I was like, you know what, if I'm gonna hurt myself, I'm gonna hurt myself on the last day. I have nothing else to do, so <laughs> I went crazy and. Uh, you know, I did all sorts of stuff, and I was able to achieve one of my bucket list goals, and that was to get money thrown at me in Mexico. Oh, yeah, so nice. And yeah, I didn't even expect it to happen. I, you know, the match hap- the match was over, and I was standing in the middle of the ring, and I just felt something hit my leg, and I turned around, and I just see little kids and adults throwing mm-hmm. money, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! Like, <laughs> perfect! I was like perfect way to end. Like, it was it was cool." And yeah. so. You know, you mentioned that uh, that small injury at, in Mexico. Yeah. You also had a big injury at Gali. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that? So, um, it was, I want to say, three, no, two years ago, I want to say, was it? Like about two and a half. Yeah, like August that. 27th or 26th, one of the two days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just a, a, a mishap in, in the ring, just a freak accident where... Went for a flapjack, a move mm-hmm. that I've done a million times. And since I'm one of the smaller guys that wrestle, I always have bigger guys like, hey, man, just launch me in the air and throw me as high as you can, and I'll just fucking, I'll, I'll just eat shit. I don't know. Oh, can you <laughs> yeah. swear on here? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I'll just, yeah, just throw me in the air, and I'll just eat crap on, on the ground. Um, eat crap. Uh, and we went for it, and I went straight to the ground head first. Okay. And, you know, it got thrown probably, I was probably like in the air for like, like you know, up in seven feet in the air and okay. landed straight head first, instantly knocked out. Oh, all I remember is uh, getting tossed in the air, looking at the mat, seeing, seeing the green, the gray mat, and then just telling myself, this is not going to end well. Oh, and the next thing I know, I wake up and I see James and GPA over me by the ring and they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm just like, what happened? And like, I'm in the locker room and they're just like, you the dude, you landed on your head. And, oh, like, and I was just like, oh, and like, I'll, <laughs> James will tell you the story a million times. <laughs> We're going to call the ambulance. No, don't. We're going to call the ambulance. Don't. I'm fine. I've had a concussion before. I'll be, I'll be okay. And uh, like, I argued with him for 20 minutes and, um, he finally he was like okay we're not going to call the ambulance but you need to chill out and just relax and if anything happens like anything weird happens we're going to call the ambulance yeah i'm like all right that's fine and i remember barry wright being there too and this uh-huh. was mid show right yeah this was i think this was the first match oh it was the oh, first okay. match. Mm-hmm. and uh, i remember like sitting up and barry wright was there and he's like you feeling better i'm like yeah i think i feel okay and i just remember this excruciating sharp pain like a baseball bat was hitting me right in the lower back oh god uh, and like i seized like my back seized up and i laid down on the ground i'm like yep that's not a good idea and i passed out again and i woke up and they were over me and they told me like, you just had a seizure gpa oh. just called the ambulance Holy they're shit. on the way and like, i remember when he was like 
I call the ambulance. I was like, you fucking asshole. So like, <laughs> whenever I tell him anything right now, I, I always call him an asshole. And he like, it's just like a little callback to like that day. He was mm-hmm. just like, like, yeah, this, this asshole called your, like saved your life. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was in the ICU for two days. Yikes. Uh, Sunday night and Monday. Okay. Um, they kept me, did CT scans, MRI scans. And like the doctor said like, Hey, there's like, had I not known that you had fallen the way that you did, I would say that you were a com- like a hundred percent healthy. Like there's nothing wrong with you or anything right. like that. So that was my sixth concussion that I've ever had. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was a big injury. And the doctor even told me when I did a follow up, they're like, you're going to be able to do physical activity in like six months. Okay. And that included like working out and just doing anything physical. Um, so I told him, I was like, hey, can I like possibly do my own rehab? Because um, my shoe job before was I'm a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have a background in rehabilitation and prehab. Sure. So I was asking him, I was like, hey, I have this, you know, I'm certified, whatever. Um, can I do my own rehab? And he was like, sure, but please be careful. I'm like, okay. okay. So two months later or like a month later, I come back and he's like, they gave me, they would do like an evaluation, like an A, B, C, D, F. Yeah. Right. And they gave me an. They did an evaluation on me, and they're like, "Is yeah, this you, just testing mental, like, uh, like physical? Or? Yeah, mental okay. and like physical, like okay. everything overall." Yeah. And um, the first month it was, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna give you a C. Like, you're you're okay, you're doing well, but like, you know, you're you're like got right on track for progression, like to like get back into everything in six months." Like, okay. So a month and a half later, I go back, and I go through everything. Yeah. And the doctor looks at me, and he's just like what were you doing? I'm like, oh, this is what I was doing. And like, I wrote everything out. Like, I, like I have big OCD. So yeah, <laughs> like I wrote everything. Out. I was like, here, this is what I was doing, blah, 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 whatever. And I explained everything to him. He was like, all right. And I'm like, why? What's wrong? And I was like, what's like, you're looking at me like something's wrong. He's just like, I'm giving you an A. Okay. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I don't know what you did, but you, I'm going to go ahead and clear you to go back to physical activity. Oh, cool. And like, in t- he gave me six months and in two and a half months, I've, you know, I was able to get back to everything. That's so. a, that's the John Cena style. Re- re- that's what everyone told me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Oh, you recovered so quick. Like, what did you do? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I just did all these exercises. I channeled my inner Cena. I yeah, watched a bunch much. of his movies. <laughs> I watched him win a bunch of titles. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. That was the rehab. But yeah, that was the biggest injury I've had. It was very scary. Uh, That's not doc- scary. Absolutely. The doctor said that I could have been paralyzed from the neck down. So, Woo. yeah. So are you still doing flapjacks to this day? Or nope, no not no at all. Flapjacks. No. All right. Somebody calls it, I'll be like, "Yep, I'm gonna, I'll be, I'll be leaving." <laughs> yeah. Uh, see you later. Cool. Um, there's a match coming up. Probably won't have a flapjack in it. Now that you said that story, but I was told that it was actually a dream match before it was booked. And that is a match you have upcoming with Alex Shelley. Yep. Was that correct in saying that is in your dream match category, even before, like, it was a possibility? That is 100% correct. Okay. Uh, I know, I haven't, he doesn't know this, uh, and I plan on telling him, hopefully after the match, if it goes well. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But he's had, so AJ Styles, back when he was Prince Devitt, Finn Balor. um, Yes. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, um, trying to miss, and Alex Shelley, like they've had humongous influences okay. on my wrestling career. Uh, even down to like the reason why I wear one gauntlet and one armband is because I saw Alex Shelley doing it and it looked mm. really cool. And yeah. I was like, hey man, I'm going to adopt that and, you know, make it into my own too. And just the way that he is like as a wrestler, just like overall, just like 
selling technical like just technical wrestling and it just yeah. like everything overall everything it's just it just looks so natural to him okay and he's like a big influence and i literally just watch a ton of his matches all the time and okay just his new japan stuff his tna impact all that stuff and just the things that he does on the indies like pwg and all that like i just watch a lot of that stuff and cool that was always a match that i wanted to have and i remember there was a small time and i could be wrong but i feel like he like stepped away from wrestling to pursue uh his like actual career okay and at that point when i saw him like leave wrestling i was like well that's never gonna happen that's just one of those dream matches that you know it's it's always just gonna like fall away right uh and then you know i saw that he came back to wrestling and i was like oh that's cool and then you know somebody approached me and they're like hey what's one of your dream matches and i was like oh alex shelley would be amazing i think it was actually on the road trip to canada for a super kicked we okay. talked about mm. it in the car okay and the right person heard it and then they were just like hey guess what uh you're gonna wrestle alex shelley in january i'm like what the <laughs> hell <laughs> i'm like are you serious and they're yeah. like yep so yeah i've been uh i've been prepping for that one cool uh, you know just he's amazing at chain wrestling and yeah i want to try to be able to keep up with him so hopefully right. i do that and you know and and that and that list you were saying those are very high work rate people and I think that this my, I think my, you when I watch you my my biggest takeaway and I think your strongest asset is just your work rate and your ability to like the wrestling part of wrestling yeah and ability so have you always been attracted to people who can just really go in the ring and work that work a wrist lock etc things like that yeah so I I'm really big on just making things mean something. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just going in there and be like, all right, well, we're going to do uh, this and that. And there's like, I have no ill will or I'm not talking bad about anyone when I say that people just go in there and just do things for the sake of doing things. There's a time and a place and there's an audience for that. Right. But for me, just personally, like, you know, I've had plenty of injuries and I try to take care of myself a little bit more. And I yep. found that switching my wrestling style to making something along those lines where making a wrist lock or a headlock means something more okay yeah. um has brought me more satisfaction and again and it kind of goes back to like that like that whole entire like feud with that i had with pat that was one of the things where i kind of tested that and yeah made things mean something and it worked out and, cool you know i got more satisfaction out of that and you know back in the day that's when i was just like the typical stereotypical baby face I really didn't have a character, so okay. I had to rely on my wrestling skill and ability yeah. to get me over with fans. Yeah. Okay. So it meant me going out there and murdering myself, and that's when I literally had all these injuries. Yeah. Uh, from head to toe, like okay. Broken fingers, broken wrists, like all sorts of stuff, like concussions. That's where I got a majority of my concussions was just going out there and going nuts. Okay. And it wasn't until that injury that I told you guys mm-hmm. about, that's when it kind of just everything clicked. Like, hey, man, you need to slow down. Like, right. And you need to change something up because obviously something's not right. And that's when I changed everything. Um, okay. But, yeah, that's one of the things that I really do enjoy is, like, guys like that. Oh, and another guy, too, is, like, Johnny Gargano. Like, mm-hmm. those guys are, like, his stuff in NXT is amazing. Yeah, yes. Johnny Gargano really is. is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch a lot of his stuff. And AJ Styles, too. That guy is I don't know how old that guy is, but he's still going. Like, yeah, he looks like when he first started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just see him take some of the things that he takes. And I'm like, why? Like, holy cow! How is he still doing this? Like at this age? Like it's it's awesome. It's just like that's a compliment too. Like it's Absolutely. just it's it's amazing. So yeah, yeah. So no no luchador influence at all. 
Um, I do have some. I did train Lucha Libre for about like a summer uh, with someone's like particular. Like his name is Yakuza. Like he wrestles at like Lucha uh, like Lucha Libre Total. I think yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah. is what it's called. Because mm-hmm. um, he like I started at Windy City, and I remember he like uh-huh. randomly moved to the states from Mexico. And he joined with the school, and the promoter was like, "Hey, you speak Spanish?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Can you come in on Wednesdays and work with this lucha guy who doesn't speak a lick of English?" I'm like, "Sure." He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, he wants to learn American style." And he said, "In exchange, he'll teach you lucha libre." And I'm like, "All right." So that was like my influence, but I did I like I can't specifically name like one luchador at all, yeah, whatsoever, yeah. but I do watch lucha libre. Like I watched it as a kid, uh, you know, growing up like on Sundays and Saturdays and watching it like you know in the arena and all that stuff right um, and yeah like some of the things that the luchadors do it, do is just insane uh, I mean like guys like I know they're more mainstream now but like Penta and Phoenix are like amazing it's just like the stuff that they do right off the walls yeah literally literally off the wall yeah um, <laughs> Oh boy, there's a lot of good stuff on here still. I oh don't know boy. exactly where. Well, to we got it. the Elena where Black <laughs> joke out of the way, so I'm good. <laughs> Whatever else you got for me. <laughs> a co- there's been a couple matches. This I think they both took place in this year, where specifically you wrestled Kylie. Yes. So I know, obviously, everyone can see the emotion after that the matches took place. And now that both of those matches have happened, they're really awesome matches, and you probably had a little time to at least like reflect on that and organize the thoughts in your head. What have those matches meant to you? Uh, they mean and, a lot. Yeah. yeah. More than I could ever express and say into words. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to go in there with your best friend and put on a match. And, you know, both of them meant a lot. Because I know the first one was when I lost the title to her. The right. First and title, and yeah. it was, I remember I was so nervous that day. I was trying to keep myself as like calm as possible. But uh-huh. all I wanted to do was give her a good match. Because yep. mm-hmm. it was like, hey, you're taking this thing. And I just want it to be good. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, well, yeah, she won. But that match was, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, again, like I said, she's my best friend. So, like, I want to do the best that I possibly can for her. Yeah. And just, like, looking back at that match, it was, it was cool. And I can't say enough, and I've told her this, too. Um, some of my favorite matches, or most of my favorite matches, if not all, Involve me losing. Okay. Um, the, f- you know, and yeah, that makes sense. I rank the Ky- like both matches with Kylie and the match with Ali when I lost the title. Mm-hmm. I the told triple her, threat one. Uh, no, that the oh, okay. just one on one. Oh when yeah, I, lost I remember. It. Yeah. yeah, I remember when he beat me. I remember looking up at the crowd and everyone was standing and cheering and going nuts. Yeah. And then the same thing happened when she beat me and like everyone was standing and cheering and going nuts. And I remember just being in the ring. And, like, watching, like, everyone go crazy and smiling on the inside and then just looking at her and uh-huh. just, like, seeing how much she appreciated because she loves wrestling. Yeah. And just, like, just seeing her, like, you know, legitimately crying and just being happy and stuff. That, yep. that was amazing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the second match with her at the War of the Genders, or I think right. it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was kind of different because wouldn't she win the, not to cut you off because I want you yeah. to pick up where you left off, but, like, with the winning the freelance title, that was kind of her rise to the top before she left. And then with Game of Genders, you're like ushering her back almost. Kind of like, wasn't that kind of like a welcome back? It, yeah, it was, yeah, a, so it was a different yeah, feeling. And it probably. was, yeah, and yeah. that's what it was. It was, uh, it was awesome to be a part of that mm-hmm. and to be able to be the match that she came back to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was, 
I feel like it was a spur of the moment. I don't know if they talked about it, but it was like a spur of the moment. Yeah, Nas kind of Nas was on recently, and he kind of said it was maybe settled like the day of or the day before or yeah. something like that. And yeah. it was just one of those things, and just to be able to be a part of it and like to give her that match too, and just you know, it was just awesome. Just I remember being in the ring and when she came out and seeing everyone just like. And then you guys didn't do nothing for the next 10 minutes. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't have to. Like, we right. didn't have to. I was just like, these people, like, and I mean, it's in a nice way, but I was like, these people won't shut up. Like, they're so happy to see her. Like, yeah. It was amazing. It's just like, I remember being in the ring and like, uh, she came out and just hearing the, the reaction that she got. I remember like starting to tear up because I was just happy. Because again, she's like my best friend and it's just awesome to see her. Like, yeah. Do mm-hmm. all that. And then like looking at, Andy Long and I was like like I started tearing up and I was like oh crap and he was like you're all right I'm like yeah and then I went out and um but yeah like we you know it was in a very emotional match and it was fun and you know afterwards like I was waiting for her by the curtain when the match was over and she went up to me and just like looked at me and I was like hey are you okay and she just <laughs> gave me this face and just started you know crying and i yeah i couldn't help it anymore and i just started crying too went over there and just like hugged her and kissed her and i told her that i loved her and yeah you know it was awesome it was amazing i just i loved it it was really cool and i was like honored to be able to give her that match and be a part of it yeah that's awesome. no, thanks for sharing that with us that yeah. sounds and now both of you guys are two-time freelance champions we are yeah somebody uh one of the students uh trevor outlaw he came up to me he's like hey because uh, he calls he calls me his dad because I'm his wrestling, wrestling dad, dad. <laughs> and he calls uh, Kylie her his wrestling mom. Uh-huh. Okay, so he was like, "Hey, mom's a two time freelance champion now too," and I'm like, <laughs> "You know what, man? Like that is like me and her stand in that category alone, and I'm perfectly happy with it. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, that's it's cool. Awesome. Um, speaking of the students, how do you how are you faring? Uh, like being a trainer and and uh like the, your trainer role at the academy specifically how's that going love it yeah uh it it is the most um it is the most fulfilling thing that i've done in a long time okay it's just being able to see those students go from not even knowing how to run the ropes for the first day to like coming up to me like hey can you watch this match of mine that i had and like being able to watch them like wrestle and apply everything that I've, you know, that they've gone through. Cause I've seen nice. their struggles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen the struggles of them trying to get into like the role that they want to be in. Uh-huh. And then for them to like go out there and have their first match, like on the, on the freelance pre-shows and like see the reactions that the fans give them and stuff like that. It's, that's more of a reward than anything else. It's just, yeah. I'm more happy for them sometimes than mm-hmm. I feel like they are for themselves. And, you know, I know, you know, in a promo, and that's just because it was a promo. Like I called uh, Dean Jacobs and Ashton Braven my two top students, but in reality, like all of them are like my top. Like, all, like I'm proud of every single one of them. Right. And yeah, and the community that we have at the school, it just formed into its own like family yeah. thing, where like everyone supports everyone, everyone cheers everyone. Like if somebody is like not being able to finish drills, somebody will jump in and finish the drill with them, or if not, everybody will jump in and finish the drill with that person. And That's awesome. It's just, yeah, it's really cool. It's a, it's it's very friendly, and 
even when somebody joins for the first time, you could tell that they're intimidated with everyone. And oh, I'm sure. Everyone starts joking with them and like, hey, man, like you're part of this family now. You chose to be with us, so you're going to be a part of it. And they, you know, every, by the end of the day, everyone, like, you know, like, that person will come up to me like, hey, man, thank you. Like, you guys really made me feel welcomed. Yeah. yeah. That's so good to hear, man. It's it's awesome. Like, we have a really good thing coming and or going with, like, you know, me and, and Bryce Benjamin. Like, it's like, yeah. It's it's awesome. Like we're both very proud of everyone. That's very great. Proud. You're if if uh, the listeners, if you're not, if your heart just isn't welling up, like I feel like this has been such a in a good way, like an emotional episode. Like <laughs> so many like like love love for your you know your partner, your 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 best friend, someone you wrestled, like putting people over, and then like you know love for students. Like this is just this episode is warming my heart. Oh well, there you go. And everybody yeah. thinks that I'm a I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I'm a really good, like, jerk, like a heel, because, you know. Yeah. Deep down inside, I just try to be, and that's one of the things that I teach going back to the, the students. I tell them all the time, I'm like, hey, guys, if, there, if anything else, if I could teach you anything, like, that you could leave here with, is, like, just be a good human being, please. And I just, like, I legit try to be a good human being every single day of my life. Like, I know I'm not perfect, but right. I just try to be the best that I can and just try to be nice to everyone. Uh, Absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah, no one's perfect, and that's. But it, your, your intention and heart is in the right place. Um, so, twenty twenty. Yep. The rumor is it's going to be a big year for everyone. That's the rumor. Ask James about it. That's the rumor, huh? That's the yeah, rumor. That's the rumor. It's big oh, year. Twenty twenty. That's, that's the first time I heard about <laughs> that. So. Big, uh, big year. What? Sh- um, do you have any short term and long term goals for twenty twenty? This can be anything really simple or it can be something extravagant. There is no wrong uh, goal or way to answer this. A couple of goals. Um, I would like to go ahead and branch out and wrestle in a couple more different places that I haven't been able to wrestle in. Okay. Uh, across the country, which would be cool. Okay. Um, going back to the school, I would yeah, love... Your faction, right? Name? The school? This, no, not no, the I'm school. Just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> um I would love for every student at the Freelance Academy to be wrestling matches. Okay. And I like one that. of I, I flat out told all of them too. One of my dreams is to be able to look at a freelance show one day and almost every match have one of the students in that match. Okay. Just a, a uh, card full of, of former students from the yeah, academy. Just basically because yeah. they've put themselves in that position, and you right. know, just because they're part of the the freelance academy, like that doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, you're going to get a spot on the show. Like, no, they still have to work for it. So, yeah, like absolutely. all the students that you do see on the show, they worked for that spot. Yeah, expectation uh, setting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, just being able to see the school grow, okay. expand more, um, freelance get bigger than what it is now like i feel like it's at a right like it's booming right now Um, there are some things that happened last night that yeah it it, the need i think the needle was moved in terms of just potential like new people showing up yeah like uh the the cody mention um the needle is like is you know is if it's a speedometer it's like flickering towards the the higher miles per hour and exactly what yeah exactly what you said like that whole matt nicks being on tv thing and then that whole Freelance I feel like show. that's like that's that showed Chicago and that showed the country if not the world like hey like 
this small indie in, in, in Chicago, Illinois, where Matt Nix created just because he wanted a place for all his friends to wrestle and have a good time. I know. I love that quote, too. It's, it's just, now yeah. something that people are aware of. Mm-hmm. And to have a crowd at the Sears Center chant freelance wrestling for a quote-unquote unknown person in Matt Nix yeah. is amazing. Really and is. I know me personally, like I teared up and I was so proud of him. And I messaged him and I told him, like, dude, this is awesome. And he was like, yeah, we did it. And I was like, oh, we well, did it. Like, this is all the hard work that you paid off. He's like, nah. He's like, we did it. And he's like, this whole team did it. Like, we made this. Right. So I feel like that's like the leaning towards more our side now. Yeah. With that being said, what does freelance mean to you? Home. Freelance is home? Yeah. If, it's not just a hashtag. No, it's not. A, it's that. It was funny because it's a hashtag and it's like a saying that everyone says, like, oh, freelance is home. To a lot of us, it's legit. That's what it is to us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've said it on another podcast before, but and I told Matt Nix, like, straight to his face, if it wasn't for freelance, I was going to quit wrestling. And if it wasn't for freelance, I would not be wrestling right now. Yeah. And I remember Matt Nix came up to me and he told me, he's like, hey, can you wrestle my show? I'm like, Sure. I was like, I'm probably going to quit soon, so like, you know, I'll just do this one, and that's fine. He's yeah. like, all right. And I wrestled this show, and he was like, hey, can you wrestle another one? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and and, he, the irony, and, and then I told we're him. We're at Freelance Underground now, and it's one more round. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I remember I told him, I was like, I was like, hey, man, at the end of the year, I'm probably going to like, I'm probably going to quit. I just want you to know, like, I just, I don't know. And then I was like, I just feel like I've done everything that I'm going to do. Yeah. And I remember he just came up to me. He was like, well. He's like, I just want you to know that I feel like no one has ever used you to their full potential. And I want to do that with you if, you know, as best as I possibly can. Yeah. And I remember him telling me, and this is really weird because, like, the Ace of Freelance nickname. Yep. That was legitimately given to me by the fans and by the peop- the bookers that ran the show. I never called myself that. Okay. They called me that. Like, right. So that's a legit nickname that was given to me. Yeah. And I remember... You know, that was given to me maybe like two years ago. Right. Uh, I remember Matt Nix legit came up to me and um, he came up he came up to me and he was like, he's like, hey, when I was having that conversation with him, telling him that I wanted to quit, I was like, yeah, I want you to like, when I, when people think of freelance, I want them to think of you. Yeah. I want you to be my ace. He flat out said that. <laughs> <laughs> Little did we know that that would eventually turn into something yeah. and be my nickname down the line. But yeah, like I was like, yeah, that's fine. And he was like, yeah, you know, I want you to be my first champion and everything. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then as I went with with everything, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to stick around. Like, it's just it's kind of fun. It's fun for me again. Like, I want to keep wrestling. That's awesome. And now I'm here talking to you guys at Freelance Underground. and Wrestling Alex Shelley in January. Re- wrestling Alex Shelley in January <laughs> for a match I never thought I was going to have. Wrestled my best friend. Yeah. Two times, you know, Russell's, yeah, yeah, Russell's, you know, a guy who's on TV now, you know, being the head of SmackDown. Yeah. Training school full of new kids to take over freelance. And it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome ride. And I'm so happy and I'm thankful for freelance. Like I can't, that's why I tell Nick, I'm like, I tell Nick's all the time. I will do anything you ask me to do. And I mean it. So yeah, he's done a lot for me. So that's that's such a touching story because I think he would say the same thing too. Like he wanted to quit, so it's saved, yeah. it saved a bunch of <laughs> yeah. It's it's really saved up your passion and like something 
that is so important to you. Ali's what? Ali said it too. Uh, Ali flat out said he was like, if it wasn't for freelance, I wouldn't have. I would have stopped wrestling. So it's freelance has saved a lot of people. Yeah, and God, it's, that's it's our home. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, man. Um, all right. I mean, we, I can't. <laughs> think we can't end it on a higher note than no, that. No, I, and there's literally nothing else on the agenda. I was erasing things as we were saying them, and my slate is blank. Cool. Well, I want to thank. Yeah, thank you so much for opening up to us. Like absolutely. Yeah, yeah and be us being transparent. And yeah, absolutely. Like I, yeah, like I tell you, I just try to be a good human and just yeah. tell it like it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for being a good human and an awesome wrestler. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. Um, I say is, do, do you want to drop your social media handles? Yeah, um, oh, yeah, everyone hates me because my social media handles are like extremely difficult. Okay. Uh, but it's the same for Twitter and Instagram. I deactivated my Facebook, so I'm not on Facebook anymore. Okay. Uh, I just got tired. It takes up too much time. No, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. It's got you start scrolling, and the next thing you know, there's an hour away from your day. So, yeah, exactly. Um, Instagram and Twitter are at Deja Vu, D-A-Z-E-Z-H-A-V-O-O. Okay. And yeah, that's pretty much that's where you awesome. can find me. Yeah, thanks for being a good human. Thank you. All right. <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Woo. That was fun. All right, Charlie. Are you? Are you uh, wait, hold on. Let me. <coughs> is that a lump in your throat? Is that a lump in your throat? I'm, I'm trying to recover. I didn't have any water or any beer, you know. It's, and then we got a little I emotional. Think, I, think um, I, I think I cried tears of joy into my beer. Tears of <laughs> tears of warmth. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty. Um, I wasn't expecting to get that episode out of them today. You know, we are at freelance on the ground. We're in a really dark room in the back. It's super cold. All the all the signs pointed to. It was going to be a fifteen-minute conversation. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and no, and, and Isaiah said he would give us all the time. Oh yeah, but it's sure. just like the circumstances. It's cold. It's dark. We, the agenda wasn't as per- we had questions, but it wasn't as prepared as it usually was. And then it just like, Isaiah's awesome answers just like shined up that piece of coal, and it became a diamond, so to speak. Yeah, that was a great episode. Now it's time to go watch some wrestling, drink some good beer. Yeah, it's underground. If you haven't been to uh, Church Street Brewery. Come out to Itasca. Um, but let's wrap this up. Let's yeah, go let's home. go drink some beer with Pedro. PBR That's Pedro. Right. PBR Pedro's here, but mm-hmm. no PBRs are here. <laughs> no it's, PBRs. It's all craft beer. Yeah. Um, all right. You guys can follow us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Two Heels in a Face. Yeah. That's number two Heels in a Face. You can check out our website at twoheelsinaface.com. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash twoheelsinaface for, for some cool merch. Two Heels in a Face pins at wrestlingwithunicorns.org. Got it. All right, Charlie. Where can they listen to our episodes? Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and a bunch of other random things. Yeah. All right. Hashtag beat up GPA. Hashtag beat up GPA. Hashtag good guy Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Isaiah's cannolis. Hashtag Isaiah's cannolis. Hashtag freelance is home. Yeah, freelance is definitely home. That was a great episode. I am emotionally drained, and let's go watch some wrestling. Got everything, I got everything. I cannot complain, I cannot. I don't even know how much I really made. I forgot, it's a lot. Fuck that, never mind what I got. Nigga, don't watch that, cause I came up, that's all me. Stay true, that's all me. No help, that's all me. All me for real. Came up, that's all me. Stay true, that's all me. No help, that's all me. All me for real. Money on my mind, you should think the same. Shades on, pink and ring. Dog in these hoes, I need quarantine in the same.